0: It's Tuesdays with Aaron. Here's Jason Wilde with Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers on ESPN Wisconsin. It is the Aaron Rodgers show. Tuesdays with Aaron. With Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. I'm in the Wilde family basement. Aaron Rodgers purportedly in Turkmenistan. Greetings from the United States. Aaron
1: greetings to you
0: <laughs> how you doing well i'm doing okay considering yeah i thought that might be uh are you really in turkmenistan do you have uh can you tell us if that's true
1: i can't my mission is classified. Yeah. okay that's
0: what i thought um all right, well, let's let's get to it, because you've got important things to do in Turkmenistan. Let's, uh, and I was going to ask you this question anyway, but I thought Christopher, in his uh, Ask Aaron submission, had it better. Um, he said, what is your process for dealing with a loss like this? I'm having a hard time as a fan, especially one who lives in Seattle, and I imagine that it must be so much harder for you. So how are you doing?
1: Well, it's tough, it's tough when you, you come so close. In a game like that, um, yeah, you know, this one's going to sting for a little while. But uh, you learn to you learn to move on. You know, it's it's uh, it's part of it. Unfortunately, there's uh, some incredibly great uh, highs in our game, uh, some incredible successes and joys, and then there's some ones that uh, that it uh, really you know hurts you. And this is uh, some of the ones that. I was going to stick with you because the way it ended, and every loss in the playoffs is difficult. Uh, this one, being you know just a few minutes from going to the Super Bowl, obviously is a little, a little more difficult.
0: Uh, I was talking to a few players in the locker room yesterday, and Scott Tolzien was one of them, and he kept going back to how hard it is to get to the point that you guys were at and how many things have to go right for you to even be in that game. And then he said, and I'm not the one even playing, so imagine how he feels referring to you. Um, can you can you articulate how you're feeling with five minutes left in the game and you guys are up 19-7 to 7 and Morgan has just intercepted the pass? I mean, are you allowing your mind to think about how close you are and, and get those feelings, or, or what are you doing? Because you, you obviously still have work to do.
1: Yeah, I'm staying in the moment and realizing we get a couple first downs here, we can run the clock out, and that was kind of uh, my mindset. Um, then you know we had a couple three and outs, which uh, you know which hurt us obviously, and, uh, and they made a couple
0: plays. Um, and when when Scott talks about that being it being so difficult to get to the point you're at, um. What is that journey like? Can you? Because I, I feel like Packers fans, by no fault of their own, just by the success that the franchise has had, and guys who cover the team like me, you know, we all we assume you're going to be in the playoffs every year. We assume that you're going to have the chance to make a run at the title if that's what it, if 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 it's meant to be. But what's the process like starting in, I mean, it doesn't even start in April. You start it in a couple of weeks when you get back into your off-season routine. What's, how long is the journey to the moment that you were at on Sunday?
1: I think that's the thing that hit you immediately. Uh, when you're, you're on the bus, you realize just how much you went through to get to that point. You know, start in April with the off-season workouts, and you go into IPWs and, and uh, OTAs and mini-camp, and then you get a little break, and the next thing you know, we're in training camp. And uh, it's just... it's a you know it's a long process and it's an incredible journey i mean as you see a team really take shape and, and leaders step up and young guys step up and kind of you know get get a part of uh, what we're doing and and the veterans uh you know kind of prove their worth as we go through this thing and and uh, it's fun you know we had a just a great team great group of guys talented as any as any we've had uh, but had that, uh, chemistry factor that you always need to, to be a championship team. And I was really proud of our guys and the leadership and the way they played. Um, you know, and that's what makes it so tough. You realize that, that's the last time that team's gonna be together. There's always turnover. You look at this year, we had, you know, some coaches, obviously, uh, turnover and then, uh, you know, a great number of players as well. Um, guys move on to other teams. Uh, you, you know, some, some you lose touch with, some you keep touch with, in touch with, but, you can never uh, kind of get that feeling that, um, with this with the same team back together. And that's the hard part. That's why you know, days like Monday are the toughest uh, toughest days of the year. You know, it's it's that is the toughest day, and the second is uh, is the last cut down because uh, you know you see so many guys uh, just working uh, their tails off to make a team, and uh, and it's tough when you have uh, uh, some some really hard times. Uh, but that's what our, makes our game, I think, so. Uh, you know, so uh, so marketable and, and inspiring, and people enjoy watching it because there's uh, there's such great highs and lows uh, in what we do, and
0: uh, it was a blast. And and you said that all playoff losses are tough. Is, is it the fact that so many things had to go wrong for this to be the outcome? I mean, you know, you take any of the plays that went against you, and you just have one go the other way, and don't you feel like you're prepping for New England?
1: Well, you can't help it. You know, we all play the what-if game. Uh, it's uh, a, a terrorizing game because it can really mess with you mentally. But, uh, of course, you go through the different plays uh, throughout the game. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of times we're sitting here and thinking, you know, we've you know, we lost some playoff games where, yeah, we probably needed to make a few more plays, uh, you know, more than one. And you look at the game on Sunday and it really, you know, one play here or there could have made a difference it could have been a play in the first quarter and uh, or a play in the in the last quarter
0: what's that for like for you personally i mean you're playing on the bad wheel i'm guessing though that you look at your own performance passer rating of 55 couple of interceptions um with the super bowl and the balance i'm guessing that you nitpick your own performance just as much right
1: oh for sure yeah yeah it's disappointing uh you know it's great defense, but um, you know missed a couple throws, and then uh, you know had had a couple miscommunications. But uh, yeah, it's frustrating. Knowing we were so close, and it, just a play here, or there, that would have uh, would have sealed
0: it. Did you look at the film?
1: I have seen a, a good part of the film. Yes.
0: Do, the, do you? Are you convinced that uh, Bennett's offside on the first interception? Because you said that's why you made the throw.
1: I am. Yeah. Okay. I think it's pretty pretty evident on the film.
0: Um, you said uh, after the game that you let it go late with your calf did you do any further damage would it have been a problem if you would have won the game
1: well i would have you know we would have had two weeks so i don't i don't think it would have been a problem um you know it's kind of where it was after uh, after detroit yeah with uh, with a week off there so yeah, i would have been would have been ready to go for sure
0: and what's the timeline for that being back to 100 percent? What, how many weeks are you looking at? And now that you don't have any more games to play,
1: yeah, I think that you know, without playing, having to play on it, you know, I think you know, a month or six weeks, I should be should be ready to go. I think.
0: Okay, um, look, kind of to to spin ahead now instead of making you relive everything that went wrong. Um, you are an NBA guy, and I've had a bunch of people compare this to what the Spurs had happen a couple of years ago. I'm going to rely on you for your NBA memory here. Um, but they they lost a heartbreaker, I think, in Game 6. I think that's one where Ray Allen hits the big shot and they end up losing in the finals. Yeah? Does that sound familiar to you? Um, and then they come back and win the title next year. Can you Do you look at it like that? I mean, how do you take your disappointment and channel it into something productive?
1: That is the uh, million-dollar question right there. I think, uh, you know, you, you just you have to be able to refocus. And uh, it's getting away, whether uh, physically or mentally, and uh, kind of refreshing your mind. And then getting ready. You know, every year you get uh, older in the league, um, you know the chances uh, become fewer. And that's why, you know, it stings probably a little bit more. Um, you know, I, I'd love to play, like I've said, you know, another seven or eight, nine more years. Um but, uh, you just never know with your, how your body's going to hold up, how the team's going to hold up, and the opportunities you're going to have. And we had a, you know, great opportunity right in front of us to do something special. So that's why it makes it hard. I remember, uh, you know, Ray Lewis talking about, um, uh, you know, losing the AFC championship, I believe it was to, uh, to New England. Um, and then, uh, you know, how that kind of spurned them on the next year to come back and, and, uh, and win it. Um, and, you know, that's obviously the goal, but uh, so much has to happen between, now you know sitting here in January and getting back to this point, uh, uh, you know, just realize it's a tall task. But uh, but we'll be up for it when we get back together.
0: What do you what do you think you guys need to do next year? I mean, how important is it to have Randall back? How much of your offense you think hinges on? You know, keeping that group together. Brian's a free agent as well, and and maybe the young guys that you saw promising getting better, becoming a little more consistent. What what do you think you need to do next year for that to happen?
1: I think if you look at our success in the second half of the season, it started up front, and you know, we had the offensive line that we've never we never had here in my like ten years. Uh, the way that they uh, protected and blocked, and the way we were able to run the football on some good defenses. and that was really impressive, and I'm really proud of those guys. Uh, they were able to stay healthy and and, uh, and really grow as a group. And you saw guys you know play some excellent football. And so it starts with up front. You know, if we can keep that line together, uh, that's the core of what you need to be successful. And then we uh, supplement that with uh, you know hopefully bringing Randall back and and uh, Devontae you know becoming a second year player. It's going to be important for those first and second year players. Make the kind of jumps that guys have made around here that, that uh, you know, that Randall Cobb made, that Jory Nelson made when he was a young player, that James Jones made, that Greg Jennings made, that uh, Mike Daniels made, that Dayton made this year. You know, guys are going from years one and two and two and three and becoming, going from good, you know, good role players to, uh, to guys that are making a big impact every week. And uh, we look forward to those guys doing that continue continuing to give more of themselves and become, uh, you know, more of a vocal leader and, and leading by example, and I think you got to you, know, you got to start with that. And and uh, you know it's always great when you can bring in veterans as well. You know we brought in uh, a couple this year, and Julius Muntzola, who were excellent for us. Great locker room guys, impact players. Uh, they did a lot for us. They really uh, raised the level of play on the defense, and and also were a lot of fun to be around. And you need that to, the guys like that to bring energy and. And uh, and hunger uh, to win a championship, and I'm, I'm uh, really proud of the, uh, the contributions those guys made. So you know, hopefully we can uh, lock up our guys, bring uh, bring Coon back because he you know he played excellent, and I was happy he got recognized the way he did. And also, you know, another uh, congratulations to Randall and uh, and Sam on uh, getting into Pro Bowl. That's great for both those guys, very deserving. But you know, we can bring those guys back, and and uh, you know, hopefully have a better result next year.
0: On the flip side, is there anything that you see as as missing? I mean, again, you're a play away from being in the Super Bowl, so that's probably an unfair question. But is there anything that you see that you need to upgrade or fix, or that worries you?
1: No, I like our team. You know, I think uh, we just got to keep it together. You know, we got to find a way to uh, you know, to add to it like we do every year, and, and hold on to the guys that we got. And if we can do that, and uh, figure out our, our chemistry uh, in the off season. You know, I think we can be a really dangerous team.
0: You uh, you talked after the game um, a little bit about your concern about not being aggressive enough. Uh, the two questions that I have based on what you said there was: um, Do you have the flexibility that you have during the rest of the game to change the calls of the line of scrimmage in those situations, or is it different in the four minute offense?
1: Well, it just depends on on, uh, on some of the personnel that we're in. Um, you know, we have uh, myself in the line has uh, a good amount of freedom uh, to make some uh, some changes uh, on projections and runs and stuff. And, you know, we can make some passing changes as well from time to time. Uh, but we just didn't execute very well. And, uh, you know, after our, uh, our long drive that got us a field goal there in the be in the fourth quarter, uh, you know, we stalled out until
0: a two-minute drive. And then um, you said you knew about – uh richard sherman's injury both jordy talking to the journal sentinel and then randall talking to us yesterday said that they did not realize that he was hurt um is that a regret i mean that you guys didn't go after him when he apparently was basically playing with one arm
1: well he's a great player
0: and uh he's a
1: great player on one arm um you know we uh we had a couple uh yeah, you know, we tried a couple in the in the two minute drive, um, but uh, yeah, there's always going to be second guessing in this business. Uh, it's frustrating knowing how close we were and just kind of needed a first down there in the fourth quarter to, to give uh, our defense a little break and uh, you know take another couple minutes off the
0: clock. Yeah. Uh, one last X's and O's question: What happened to you guys in the red zone and and in goal line situations late in the year? You guys were. To borrow Will McAvoy's phrase, star-spangled awesome in the first half of the season. Did teams do something different against you guys? Uh, was it your limited mobility that was an issue late? What What do you think went on there that you guys weren't quite as good in those areas later in the year?
1: Well, I think you have to look at execution first. You know, we just didn't execute very well. We had some opportunities. You look at uh, you know, the drives we had uh, against Seattle. We had some opportunities to... Uh, to get touchdowns there and uh, didn't make the most of it so you know down there it's you know in the red zone especially the tight red zone it's all about you know tight windows and passing game and you got to have accurate throws and and you got to be able to to move some guys off the ball in the run game
0: uh reports about alex van pelt and tom clements the st louis post dispatch reporting that the Rams want to talk to Alex about his, about their offensive coordinator position. The uh, Cleveland Plain Dealer reporting that Tom Clements is someone that the Browns are interested in for their offensive coordinator position. Mike McCarthy's history has been to block any requests that are made for his guys, but nevertheless, how important are Alex and Tom to you, and, and how important is it to you that they're both still on the staff uh, after this is over?
1: Well, I'm not surprised by by either of the uh, the reports. They're excellent coaches. They're great teachers of the game, and uh, they obviously know this offense inside and out. So, um, yeah, you know, they've been a big part of my success, Tom. You know, uh, you know, in, in the uh, in the older days, I'm not gonna say the old days. It's not it haven't been that long, but in the older days, uh, you know, Tom and I spent a ton of time together in, in uh quarterback schools, and, um, going through. Uh, uh you know our offense and defenses and quizzing uh quizzing me all the time and trying to help me become an expert of our offense and start to understand defenses um and it was years uh starting in the middle of march um you know, especially as a backup uh, i'd have a good couple months before uh, before brett would come back for otas uh, to really uh kind of hone my skills and, and study the offense and, and tom was Instrumental in helping me in, the, in those times, and then you know, he moved on to be the coordinator as Joe left, and they got to work with Ben, and we had a great time. And Ben got an opportunity last year, and then uh, you know Alex came in this year, and uh, and we had a blast. He was an excellent teacher of the game. He, he understands the quarterback position. Having been uh, been a guy for a long time playing the league and been around it, and uh, he just he's you know he's. Uh, and he's a student of the game and, and a great teacher of the game, a gym rat. You know, he's in there some long hours. He's always coming up with great ideas. And, and we all, you know, we're always uh, communicating about things on the text message, you know, late at night. Like, hey, you know, send me a scribble drawing of something, and I'll say if I like it or not. And if it's past 10, I usually say yes, just so he, <laughs> he knows that his hard work is not in vain. But, uh, but uh, I'm not surprised. Um, but I'm also, you know, would love to keep those guys around. But, you know, we've added some – some great guys to the staff over the last the uh, last calendar year. You know, it's been great having uh, David Ryan, Luke Getze. Our offensive quality control guys have been uh, excellent additions to uh to our offense. And Sam Gash uh, with the running backs brings great energy. Steve Marshall is the assistant offensive line coach. has done a great job for us. So I think anytime you bring in, uh, you know, you, you change it up a little bit. Uh, you know, when other guys get opportunities, you know, it's always fun to see the new personalities show up and and. Uh, you know, love to keep our guys. Uh, obviously, because uh, you know it's been great working with Alex. Um, uh, but uh, you know, and the fusion is always is always fun.
0: So, is Alex drawing these up on the iPad and then sending it to you as a drawing that he does on there, or is he like drawing it on paper, taking a picture of it, and sending it to you? Yeah, more the the latter there. Okay. Um, what do you? There's another story in the NFL right now. The uh, what do you think of this Patriots deflated uh, balls story? Apparently during the your Patriots game, uh Jim Nance and Phil Sims were talking about your um your preference to have your balls overinflated. Uh and I feel like we've talked a little bit about that in the past. What do you make of this story?
1: Now, I have a major problem with with uh with the way it goes down, to be honest with you. The majority of the time they take they take air out of the football. And I think that's... uh for me, that's a disadvantage. Uh, because Wait, who I, does? I can't, the, the referees, the referee who who <laughs> inspects them before the game, uh, they, you know, have a, a set range they like them at. I always like to be on the high range. Um, because of my grip pressure, uh, I, I just have a hard time throwing a flat football. Uh, the majority of, uh, of quarterbacks, I would say more than half, are maybe on the other end of the spectrum and, and like it on the flatter side. Okay. Um, I am on my belief is that there should be a minimum um, air pressure requirement but, but not a maximum. Uh, there's no advantage in, in my opinion we're not kicking the football. There's no advantage in having a, uh, a pumped up football. Uh, there is, if you don't have a, a strong grip pressure or smaller hands an advantage in having a flat football though because that is easier to throw. So I think that is something that I need to look at. There should be a minimum, on the air pressure, but not a maximum, because um, you know it's every game they are taking air out of the footballs I'm throwing, and I think that's a disadvantage for uh, for the way that uh, that I like them. Uh, I like them prepped. Uh, the other we, news: you know, st- a lot of, a lot's happened to get to this point. You know, Peyton was pretty instrumental in uh, you know in making some changes uh, to the to the fact that we get to you know we get to rub them down, we get to practice with them. It's not brand new footballs. Um, but I think that you know this needs to be looked at uh, for a minimum, and, and then not having a maximum because you know a flat football is an advantage for for uh, to throw it if you have smaller hands or, or you don't have the same grip pressure. But taking hair out of the football that's inflated, I think it shouldn't happen. You, and that's what uh, I told Jim Nance and Phil Sims.
0: You you mentioned um, Peyton Manning there. You think it's important, though, that you guys get to have, as quarterbacks, the balls be the way you want them. I, I don't think people realize that aspect of this. I mean, we all kind of just assume that you're playing with a standard ball, but that's just not the case.
1: No, it's not the case, and and I don't think they should penalize you know smaller hands or weaker pressure per se. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying that there should be a minimum and not a maximum as far as the air pressure goes. Um, Nobody, the majority of people don't like throwing brand new footballs, and that's why, you know, the change was was made, and and Payton was was big on on helping all the quarterbacks out with that. But, uh, you know, if they're going to let us prep them the way we want them, I don't believe they should you should be able to take air out of the footballs.
0: And when it comes to yours, do you? Is that something you're doing in between your prep for the game and your Saturday presentations and everything else, or do you have someone who preps your footballs to your specifications?
1: Yeah, we have. You know, we we always uh, get a chance to look at them, Um, and and, uh, our staff does a good job. The equipment staff of uh, putting together, you know, a number of the footballs that we've used in games or practice that week, and always working new ones in to try and get them worked in the way I like them. Again, my biggest problem is I don't think you should be able to take air out of the footballs because it's not an advantage when you have a, a, a football that's inflated more than the the average, um, um, in, you know, whatever air pressure they want. PSI, You're not picking right. these footballs. It's it's a preference. They're going to let us, you know, rub them down and 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 you know, get them to the specifications that we like. It shouldn't shouldn't take take air out. Um, they should maybe add air if, they, if it's, you know, they want to get to an average, but they shouldn't be able to take it out.
0: Okay. Uh, the other news of the day is that you won't be playing in the Pro Bowl. Personally, I can't believe that you're not going to gut it out for a meaningless exhibition game. I'm really disappointed in you. Uh, but Randall does get to go. Sam gets to go. Jordy's going. Uh, I'm. John I'm. Going? Assume, I'm assume, well, I was going to say John. I figured he was going. I was going to say I assume that Clay and and Josh are going, uh, even though they've been to it before, and Josh has that toe injury. But what uh, what made you, I mean, you just can't go with the calf, obviously, but um, how happy are you, especially for Randall, who gets in kind of late here, uh, and, and what do those guys have to look forward to?
1: Well, I'm really happy for, for those guys. Um, you know, I've, I've said it multiple times, I'm really happy for John, because I think he's had a great season. But... Uh, but Randall as well, you know, over 90 catches, he stayed healthy had 1200 yards. I mean, he had a phenomenal season and I'm really, uh, really happy for him. Obviously, Josh is very well deserving. I feel like TJ is as well. And Brian and, and David and, and Corey, I mean, those guys had, uh, had great years. So I'm, I'm proud of all those guys. And, um, I was actually at the, the only other non Hawaiian one in in kind of our, uh, our career span here in, uh, yeah. Fort Lauderdale in Miami. Uh, and uh, that was actually a lot of fun. I would say more fun than the Hawaii one, um, based Why? On the fact that, Well, the, it was the hotel structure. I would say, and for a lot of the, for the reason there was, it was just the players and their families. Uh, in Hawaii, it was everybody. <laughs> it was players, families, autograph hounds, agents, managers. You know, there wasn't uh, wasn't a lot of places to sit down or a place to relax, um out there. The other thing that, that that I missed was Peyton wasn't there, um in Hawaii. And Peyton supposedly always gives this um speech um about uh you know kinda of letting the players be and not asking for you know, don't have, you know, your it makes it kind of funny, it makes you know, don't have your, your uncle come over and be asking for a bunch of selfies and stuff and uh so that didn't happen that year and it was kind of a free for all you're down kinda of by the pool. So I would yeah, Arizona I bet, I bet it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um just the appeal to for me if I was gonna go to to get out there and play some golf, I think it would be great in the afternoons and I'm not sure what staff is is doing it, but uh it's always fun being around a new staff and kinda of learning a little bit about the system and talking ball with uh with uh the guys who are at the top of their game, so uh, it, it's uh, it's enjoyable. The game just the game has been a little better the last couple of years, um, but uh, you know I just I can't go because of my calf. I'm gonna need a, a good month to uh, to rest
0: this thing. All right, one last thing, and then we'll get to the Ask Aaron questions and let you go to your uh, mission. Um, you will be in Arizona next week, though, right? You're up for the MVP. You're up for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Congratulations on being a finalist for that. Uh, so you will be at the Super Bowl at least during the Super Bowl festivities leading up to the game, correct? That's the rumor. If I can get out of Turk here. Um, are you doing anything with NBC? Because the last time the Super Bowl was on NBC, you were on uh, the pregame and, and stuff. And if I may say so, I thought you did a really good job.
1: Well, thank you. Uh, NBC is great. You know, That was a great experience for me. I really loved it. Uh love working with those guys i mean uh fred and dick and bob and you know uh coach Dungey and dan and rodney i mean it's it's a lot of fun it's a really first class group and um had a blast doing it you know to be honest i haven't haven't really even uh, talked about any uh, any opportunities uh, out there yet uh, the nfl honors is, is going to be great i've been every single year they've had it and uh you know enjoy enjoy that it's always fun to meet uh you know, some of the guys you grew up watching and, and see your contemporaries as well. You know, it's, it's just a great event It's just about football. You go to the SBs, it's fun. It's various sports. There's usually not many football guys there. NFL Honors is all about football, so it's, it's always uh, a good event, and I'm up for a couple of awards, which uh, you know, which is pretty, uh, it's pretty awesome.
0: Let's get to the Ask Aaron questions. Your questions for the Packers quarterback, use the hashtag Ask Aaron, or you can email them to me. We start with Todd who says, how badly do you wish you had called heads? Are you in charge of ch- calling the coin toss?
1: Yeah, I called the last one, Yeah.
0: You, know, you needed Charles. That's his specialty, right?
1: Yeah. Pep called it on the opening toss. He called heads, and it was tails. And so then I, I called tails, and it was heads. <laughs> I felt pretty good, though. We had the wind. You know, we had a good kickoff. We tackled inside the 15. Um, it's tough. You know, I've played in a few of those overtime games, even before they changed the rules and, and not. Had a possession. Um, I think that's well, maybe three now. At least two. or just uh, haven't been able to get on the field in overtime, and that's uh, that's a tough feeling.
0: Are you okay with the rule that if they score a touchdown, you don't get to play?
1: Yeah, I was okay with the rule that uh, you don't need to. You don't get two possessions.
0: Yeah. Uh, Monica says, "Is Chance just Olivia's dog, or does he belong to both of you?"
1: Well, no, he's no. He, he, I have my my claim in him for sure. Somebody's got to discipline him.
0: <laughs> now, is this tr- now again? I don't read a lot of the um, other types of uh, publications. I'm usually focused on uh, football-related ones. But is it true that you have uh, masterfully house trained this uh, young fellow and did so quite it? quickly? What is the question? Well, the the, the reports are that you house trained your dog in like a day and a half.
1: Yeah, I mean Apparently that that's what Olivia exaggerated said. but uh yeah, we we were on him about his uh, potty training and, and uh great training. So he's he's a good dog though. He's he's really good uh mellow and he enjoys people, but he's also a good watchdog, so even at his uh uh his stature of just uh, just under thirteen pounds, he's uh he's got
0: a little bite to him. Yeah, he's an intimidating little guy from what I've seen in the uh, Instagram photos. Michael says, I know you're a supporter of the troops and a big movie guy as well. Uh, what are your thoughts on American Sniper? Have you seen it, and do you have any thoughts on the Oscar nominees being a movie guy?
1: I haven't seen it. I, I saw the Globes, and I was, uh, I was impressed with some of the nominees. I'd seen uh, a few of the movies that were up for it. I saw Foxcatcher, and I saw Birdman recently. And um, very interesting movies. Birdman, especially the cinematography, uh, there was uh, a very small number of cuts in the entire movie, which I thought was fascinating. They really transitioned from scene to scene with the camera rolling the entire time. And just, I have an appreciation just thinking about how much they had to rehearse to make sure that everybody knew exactly what time they had to be on their marks because if one person screwed it up or screwed a lineup, that's you know it could it could be 12 minutes into a scene, and then they have to cut and start over from uh, from the original position. So that was really impressive. Uh, the acting I thought was great uh, as well. Michael Michael Keaton was great, and he won actually won a the Golden Globe. So, but uh, I thought Steve Carell's performance um, in Foxcatcher was really really good.
0: Um. Melissa says, I always uh, find it a little off-putting when athletes, actors, and anybody says this is what God wanted or I want to thank God for helping us win today, uh, anything along those lines, when a game or award is won. Uh, I'm paraphrasing here, but you get the gist. Personally, with all the chaos in the world, I'm not sure God really cares about the outcome of a game or an award show. Um what do you think of statements such as these? You've obviously got your faith, she says, and does it happen on sun does what happen on Sunday impact your relationship with God or your faith at all?
1: I agree with her. I don't think uh God cares a whole lot about the the outcome. He cares about the people involved, but uh I don't think uh I don't think he's uh, a big football fan.
0: Alex says, my family is looking at taking a vacation to California this summer. Any cool spots or locations you can recommend on visiting? I know you've done your uh, your uh, restaurant recommendations. Do you have any other mm-hmm. recommendations that need to be uh, put out there?
1: I'd say you are going to California. If it's northern California, I would strongly recommend wine tasting in, uh, in the Napa Valley, Napa, Sonoma. Um, that area there is, uh, is beautiful. If you're going to go to the east of the state, I would say hit up Lake Tahoe area. Um, it's a four seasons of fun, actually. You get the summertime on the lake, and you get the wintertime with the with the snow, on the snowboarding and skiing. And if you're down south, you got to hit up the beach. You know, anything from, uh, LA on down, uh, it's beautiful. You know, you've got Huntington, Newport, um, Dana Point, uh, whatever, San Diego, Del Mar, um, Laguna, there's some beautiful spots along the way. Just drive down the one, uh, Highway One. It runs right along the uh, the ocean. There, it's
0: it's, uh, it's pretty beautiful. And they all have good Scotch. Good what? Scotch. Scotch. Uh, yes. Yeah, probably. I'm learning about the two-finger thing. Uh, all right, last three. <laughs> Reese says, I'm 28 years old with no organized football experience. I'm a former hockey player, but I love peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and I love Grape Crush. How would you rate my chances of success in the NFL? A, excellent, B, superb, or C, pretty good?
1: i say strong to quite strong.
0: Uh, nice, good. We we wish Reese uh, good luck. Two more. Uh, Carson says, what was the most satisfying moment from your season
1: satisfying moment yeah. oh man there were so many uh, so many fun ones I mean uh, you know six touchdowns and a half is uh, probably something that I won't be able to do again so many things have to happen and you have to you know, kind of start with the ball and start early and uh, have some turnovers and you know, not have any big runs and into the end zone. Uh, so a lot of things had to come together for that, and that was pretty special, especially with Randall making uh, making a big play there on the on the sixth one. Um, you know, being able to come back from the injury uh, against Detroit was uh, was great. Um, you know, I, it's always um, I think a, an opportunity to just show your teammates uh, what you're willing to do for them, uh, kind of putting your body on the line. Everybody's doing it late in the year. You know, Josh battled through. Uh, a rough injury. Um, AJ dealt with a number of injuries this year. Uh, you know, TJ had an injury, a significant injury that he that he dealt with and played with, and came back in the game against New Orleans. You know, it's just it's kind of what we do. It's in our it's in our DNA. And uh, but it's always uh, fun to be able to go back out there and and um, for lack of a better word, kind of battle with your teammates and and uh, and compete.
0: Last question goes to Mark. He says. You told us to relax, and we did. What do we do now? Thank you for an amazing year. That's from Mark. <laughs> well, I appreciate it, Mark.
1: Uh, I don't really have any any catchy, catchy spelled out phrase at this point. You know, everybody's uh, everybody's hurt and disappointed and frustrated and shocked. Um, you know, pack of fans and players and coaches alike. You know, this is uh, it's tough. A long year, and I know the fans out there, you guys put a lot into it as well. You guys, uh, you know, live and die emotionally with our, our every play, and we, you know, we appreciate you guys so much. You know, there's no, it's no coincidence we go 9-0 this year, uh, that, that you guys really brought it every single week, uh, you know, with your energy and your passion and your support. Uh, that's what we, you know, that's what we thrive on. When we're, you know, we are, you know, we're kind of the modern-day gladiators, and we're in the arena. You know we thrive off the energy of the crowd, and we can't thank uh, our fans enough for uh, for what they do for us, for the kind words when we're out and about in the city, um, you know, for the uh, you know for listening to the show and, and sending in the questions. Uh, you know, it's a special relationship we have, and, and we just really appreciate everything. And and we're right there with you. We're hurting just like you guys are, and and resolute in our determination to get back out there and and have a better result next year.
0: We will uh, try and figure out what your plans are going forward for the next couple of weeks. Hope to uh, We hope to do at least uh, one more show, but we'll see if that coincides with your schedule, and we'll see how things yeah, turn out. I'm sure out. we can make it happen. All right. that's It's up to you, buddy. Uh, we'll see uh, We'll see how things go at the NFL Honors. We wish you a safe journey from Terzmekistan or wherever the heck you are uh, to where you're headed next, and we'll uh, talk to you again down the road, all right? All right. That was... Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers, and this has been the Aaron Rodgers Show.